Yeah. It's hard for me to be like, like, you just did this, but I have to forgive you. And the reason why you did it, the foundation of why you did this specific thing is weak as hell. It's rooted in nothing. Like, you did this because what? You were upset today because uh, you, whatever, some silly reason. And mm-hmm. I have to accept it. And that'd be hard for me to accept. i just be zero tolerance and shit. But that's, that's a me thing. I know I have to, like, learn to forgive and love no matter what. Make them sacrifice. Yeah, and long-term relationships, mm-hmm. forgiveness. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, every single day. Yeah. That's what you have to deal with. <clears throat> that shit is hard, right? Especially, like, because long-term relationships, right, y'all just packing on stuff, like, yeah. over the years. Like, somebody still might be. Well, one person still might be salty about something that happened three years, <laughs> years ago. ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, let's talk about it. Let's mm-hmm. get it on the table. See, that's the thing. And I, I like talking about it. Like, I like saying, like, you know, shit, you did this. Yeah. <laughs> and, Being blunt. <laughs> you know, like, you did this. And that hurt my feelings. And either one or two things happen. Either I'm a bitch-ass nigga because I said my feelings. Or either um, it get used against me later so on. So the disrespect, see, that's that's what we have to learn life. as ladies as we grow. You know, um, not just to demean a man mm-hmm. in, that, in that aspect. Because they'll lose respect for us as well Yeah. Um, when, we, when we do that. That's something I learned yeah. for sure. <clears throat> I had to work on myself and continue to work on, you know, to always keep that respect level. Yeah. You think men are more sensitive than women? Um, do I speak for all men? <laughs> yeah, let's speak for all men. Okay. Um, uh, I, I feel like men are emotional when they when they say they're not. Um, mm-hmm. you guys' emotions don't change as often yeah. as women, but the emotions are definitely there. Yeah, and um, I don't think a lot of men learn to recognize those yeah. emotions and how to deal with them, so they just say we're the emotional ones. But yeah. In actuality, you guys have quite a bit of emotions. You got a baby boy now. Is that something, emotional <laughs> intelligence? Is that something you want to uh, instill in him? Oh, for sure, mm-hmm. definitely. Like, it's o- it's okay mm-hmm. um, to cry, to feel yeah. things, to express yourself. Because mm-hmm. uh, I think that's that's what my husband kind of struggles with, being able yeah. to express how he feels. Because yeah. a big thing he always says is, uh, I'm just scared to how, how you going to react and yeah. what you going to say. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Cause, cause uh, I, I, I'm an Aries and I'm a motherfucker. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. So um, I don't get that from you. That's crazy. I don't get that. From really? You. Yeah. <laughs> right. uh, but uh, in a relationship, yes, I'm I'm very strong willed person. So mm. um, and, and that's the background. I guess you want to get into. Let's talk about. But uh, yeah, we can go. We really hadn't started the show. I mean, we can start the show. I guess formally, it's the uh, Chop by T podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I got Trina on. Hey y'all, hey y'all. Yeah, I, I do though. I want to, um, I want to talk about that, that. That are you the oldest of your siblings? Mm-mm. I'm the middle child. Oh my god, middle child. Yeah, fucking middle child. I'm the baby. Crazy so. as hell. Like I'm the spoiled. middle kids. <laughs> hey, let's. You, you get seen. You know everything gets. You know. Oh, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get away with all the shit. No, nah, for sure. I understand <laughs> my privilege. I just need to know. I need the middle children to understand. Like y'all have middle kid, middle kid. It's mm-hmm. like. You really, we really stuck in between. It's like you, you, you gotta grow up, mm-hmm. and then we still want to be baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so um, growing up, you um, you mentioned off camera that your um, that your mom had passed. Mm-hmm. So, is that where you, where you would say that strong will come from? You having a 
and how old were you when it, when it first happened as well? Like, paint uh, the picture for Okay, me. so um, my mama was in the military, mm. and um, she got out because of some mental health issues she was dealing with because yeah. of her past and what happened with her mom, my grandmother, yeah. that helped raise us. Mm. So uh, as she become, became sicker, we all started to live together. Because mm. granny, my mom had five kids. Yeah. Four different baby daddies. Same. Same. <laughs> <laughs> With my mom. Right. Five kids, four different baby daddies. But um, so I learned a lot mm-hmm. from that. And um, I know certain things I didn't want to repeat. Yeah. But I, a, a lot of things that I did um, admire about my mom and how she handled things. And, and it, it wasn't like a situation where um, the dads were like pent against each other or it yeah. was a lot of drama. Of course, drama was there, but each, each dad... They treated us like their own kid. Like yeah. it was, it was, it was kind of a a weird thing too mm-hmm. because like um, I know you know my brother Wesley, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. my younger brother. Um, him and my younger sister share the same father, but their father felt like my father. He treated yeah. us no different on holidays. Mm-hmm. He would get us stuff as yeah. well. So it was it was that situation. But she did um, have thing with men and um, the men, she, the type of men she chose. Yeah. So. Um, I think I learned a lot from that and yeah. tried to follow, even though, you know, <laughs> those <laughs> yeah. demons creep up on you yeah, and yeah, yeah. it be trying. But I think, um, I, I, like I said, I didn't want to follow like in mm-hmm. similar steps or, or whatever. But yeah, she passed uh, my sophomore year of college. Wow. I was 19 years old. Uh, it was second semester. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom passed February 28th. I'm really the exact day and what happened. I got a phone call from my grandmother. Mm-hmm. It was early in the morning. I'm not a morning person. Yeah. And she called and I ignored it purposely. Yeah. Because <laughs> you kind of felt something. Oh, because you just want a morning person. I got you. I got you. <laughs> and I was like, oh, she don't want nothing. Mm-hmm. But she left a voicemail. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. Yeah. This must be important. So I listened to the voicemail and my grandma was, you know, her voice was cracking up. Mm-hmm. I could tell she was upset about something. And she was like, Trina. Call me as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was like, oh. Yeah. And and we talk about that strong background. My my grandma was one of the people I only seen her cry one time. Yeah. And um it's not like she uh, didn't express a lot of her feelings. She was just always on the go, on on the go, on the go, on the go. So she she really didn't stop to take care of herself a yeah. lot of times and really check in on herself to make sure she was good. So um called her back. I mean, the worst news. Like I said, my mom had been dealing with some health issues, yeah. and lupus was one on them on top of a, a slew of things. Mm-hmm. So she told me my mom was gone. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, it was just, I, I just couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you remember uh, Stan and Trey. Stan and Trey. Stan Taylor. Mm, I don't remember Stan. Well, Ash, my husband, mm-hmm. Stan, and Trey, they were all roommates. Yeah. And Scarlett. Mm-hmm. You know, me being his girl, I was over there. Mm-hmm. So Trey next door heard me, like, mm-hmm. scream out because, you know, I just couldn't be- believe the news. I just couldn't stop crying and mm-hmm. everything. So I had to deal with that. And like I said, that was February 28th mm-hmm. of 2013. Mm-hmm. Uh, my daughter was born January 28th, mm-hmm. 2014. So, of course, you know the story, you know, when your parents, you, you get off their insurance and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> the birth control was gone. Yeah. So then I got pregnant. So um I just I just knew this is was the course mm-hmm. right now. It was definitely wasn't planned. I mean, 
You know, I'm a Delta. Mm-hmm. I was on step team, a step team, mm-hmm. practicing for that. Um, come June, I'm like, dang, I'm, 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 I'm missing something. Ain't right. Yeah. Go get a test, and I find out I'm pregnant. Oh shit. <laughs> so that that's the story of that. How that how a Ava came about. So you know, that was my uh, college campus baby. <laughs> yeah, but you know, do you think you she came like right on time, like you needed her? At the time, I, I, I didn't think that. Right. I ain't going to lie. At mm-hmm. the time, because uh, a lot of people don't know this, but I'm a very intelligent person. Oh, and yeah, yeah. I, I made straight A's. I mean, I was I think the top 10% that, of my class. I don't know if they really do. Yeah. <laughs> but I was the top 10% of my class, so I was definitely about my books. I mean, mm-hmm. I made Dean's List my first semester. So, um, And then, of course, I was at Delta, so I was really focused on myself. Yeah. And I was in nursing school at the time. So mm-hmm. when that came about, no, I didn't want to get rid of it because of the situation. Like I said, I felt like this was the direction I had to go, even though I was kicking kicking and screaming yeah. with it. Yeah. But um, And then, like I t- tell Ash all the time, and I don't fault any mothers for this, but I always tell them, um, you know, those thoughts crossed my head as yeah. far as, yeah. you know, not carrying it to term yeah. and things like that. You know, I love my daughter to death. But, um, you know, it'd be a lot going on in your yeah. life. and. This was a shock for him, too. He didn't see this for his life right now. Even though we were in a relationship, we loved each other. Mm-hmm. That was just not, not the course we were going yeah. right now. So um, it was a big thing for him as well. But I said, if you want the man that I know you are, mm-hmm. then I want him gone. Yeah. This. So yeah. he's definitely, Great father. hands down, I can't, I can't take nothing away yeah. from that man yeah. as far as that goes. He did what he needed to do. Mm-hmm. Because he was actually a student manager mm-hmm. for football, so... Mm-hmm. He'll be gone a lot. He traveling with the team, yeah. and you know a lot was left on me. But he never slacked in that area. Yeah. When it came to being a father and being so, there, did yeah. he have his parents? Growing? Yes, yeah. that's the thing. Mm. Both our families are completely opposite. Gotcha. So you know, I'm dealing with a mom single. Mm. She was single parent. Um, even though my granny was married, um, <laughs> I got a lot of little story. <laughs> yeah. I actually found out a couple of years ago the grandfather. I always thought my grandfather. And your grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> I See, I kind of, so I kind of <laughs> feel like I already knew that because I used to mess with my mom, right? And uh-huh. if you ever seen pictures of my mom, super light skinned lady, mm-hmm. but my uncle, um, my <laughs> aunt and uncle look completely different. <laughs> I mean, they your complexion, yeah, yeah, yeah. And my grandma's light skinned but my granddad, he was a dark skinned man, and mm-hmm. I was just look at my mom like, grandma. Yeah, look like <laughs> grandma had mama, grandma had you by the milk man. <laughs> right, I used right. to just be joking. Yeah. Come to find out, my grandma opened up to us about that, you know, because my mom was the first child. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, seriously, my grandma came um, from a place called Hazelhurst, Mississippi, mm. 30 miles out of Jackson, uh, outside of Jackson, came to Memphis when she was 16 years old. Um, she told her grandma she was going to nursing school. Yeah. I mean, my grandma, she was spoiled. She was raised mm. on the farm and very spoiled. And she came here and. Probably like anybody, like if you're going off to college, you you free yeah, and living your life. So she actually said she met this man. He was like a high roller. Like he was like a gambler here in mm-hmm. Memphis. Mm-hmm. Not here, but in Memphis. In Memphis yeah. And, um, you know. It happened. <laughs> they, shit happened. <laughs> she, get, she got pregnant. But mm-hmm. then she meets what I thought was my granddad. Mm-hmm. My, you know, my, the man I knew as my granddad. Um, he was a truck driver. Yeah. Uh, they could be. Yeah. Yeah. That man was 36 years old. He was 36? Old. My grandma was 17. 
<laughs> it was back in the day too. Ooh, so, she know. was a light skinned woman, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, mm, "Grandma, okay." Yeah. So they just passed it along. Then my mom, so she was a light skinned lady, very mm. pretty, and um, yep. Yeah, but, <laughs> but no, that's I think if you. You had that example, like you was tell, saying that uh, your husband, he had, mm-hmm. had you know. Yeah, his parents, home. both his parents are married, been married for 30 years, mm-hmm. um, and his grandparents mm-hmm. are, are still married. Yeah. So that's that's something I I really liked in, um, as far as my child goes and yeah. her being able to see that, you know, that that still exists, right. you know. so Because right. his family is beautiful in the way they do things, yeah. you know, and I, I I just never experienced it. <laughs> yeah, no, same, same. It's funny how people like have like similar lives in mm-hmm. their way because the same as you said, my mom, she had it was five of us. All five of us have different dads. Um, and um, but in, in you saying that, like, I look at the mother of my child and her family. They, you know, they're together. Mm-hmm. It's like Christmas. We all wearing pajamas and shit yeah. like that. It's like <laughs> I ain't used to this. You know right, what I mean? right, right. So, no, nah, it's funny how that go. I want to go back with your mom. So when mm-hmm. you when you find out the news in the moment, like how how do you cope with it? I imagine that must have been pretty hard for you. It was very hard, mm-hmm. um, and I and I and I told Ash, I, th- I feel like I lost like some type of drive in me yeah. as well because yeah. I was always that child that wanted to make my parent pr- proud. You mm-hmm. know, um, I had my dad in my life as well, but he was old. Yeah, yeah, he older. <laughs> she, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's him and my mom were nine years apart, so he was mm-hmm. more of that financial one, like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm gonna give you some money. Mm-hmm. That's how he showed love yeah. instead of like really getting to know me. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because I feel like he was like, you having sex? Like 19, 20 years old. Yeah. So he was, you know, shocked when I told him. But um, it, it was just, it was kind of unexplainable. It's mm-hmm. something I don't even wish on my worst enemy to yeah. lose a parent. Yeah. You know, um, especially during a, a, a time like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're in college, college and you're getting to know yourself and growing into being a woman, mm-hmm. you know, so... Is it was a very trying time, and like I said, I feel like I lost a little drive. Yeah. Around that time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How did you regain it? It took a minute. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, cause like I said, within a year, I became a mother. Mm-hmm. So on the outside with people, you know, you you kind of become a robot in a yeah. sense, and I'm just just get, just doing it, going mm-hmm. through the motions, mm-hmm. because <clears throat> after uh. Go back and give you a little backstory. After I came offline, um, I wasn't really in my books as much. So I had originally gotten into the nursing program, but then I made a C minus in one of my classes that I need, and you need at least a C. Mm-hmm. So got kicked out before I even started. Mm-hmm. Long story short, it took me three three tries mm-hmm. to get back into the nursing program. So I finally got back in, but um, had my daughter. So, you know, that was hard, mm-hmm. going to class and keeping up the studies and stuff. So I ended up just stopping that major altogether and majoring in something else. But um, it was just, like I said, going through the motions for quite some time. I don't feel like I really got out that fog of my mom being gone and really accepting that until about after I graduated, maybe a year after I graduated, which was about, this is around time, like 2017. Yeah. Yeah, honestly. Now, listen, I can, I can only, because even now, like with my mother, like, Told you on camera, I'm taking care of her, and she has Alzheimer's, so it kind of feels like I'm losing her as well, and it's weird, you know what I mean? And I know it's nothing compared to you actually not being able to have mm-hmm. your mother around. Right. I remember you talking about that. Yeah. Because uh, your mom was a little bit older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I don't think I told you this, but my mom actually started to suffer from dementia, mm. which is kind of a little bit step below yeah. Alzheimer's. 
but she will forget certain things and accuse us. Yeah. Because they really don't remember. Yeah, remember. Yeah. So yeah. little small stuff like, uh, who took my medicine yeah. when she took it? Yeah. I'm like, girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to take your medicine. So she would do little things like that. So she was she would be kind of losing her mind a little bit. Yeah, yeah. No, I I just think like I was telling you, we go through so much. Everybody has a story, and I, I see you now. You know, you're a mother, you're a wife, mm-hmm. and you you graduated, you accomplished. In the moments when you're going through that, and I'm asking for myself, right? Mm-hmm. Because I'm kind of living through my own like little rough patch right now. Mm-hmm. What do you do to get through that? What do you do to to make sure that you're okay on the other end? So I know you're a father as well. Mm-hmm. So you just need those motivating factors. Mm-hmm. Um, Number one, it's a big thing um, to look inside yourself as well. Like, what am I doing and why am I doing this? You know, so a lot of things I was doing in my life wasn't really serving me. Mm. So, like I said, I had to look inward and then look around. Yeah. I got this baby, this little toddler staring back at me. You know, what do I want her to think about her mother? You know, um, as she starts to realize and become aware of the world like she is now. My daughter's going to be 10 on the 28th of this month. Ten. Ten, I have a 10-year-old. So at that time, um, I was really doing a lot of self-reflecting. Like, I mean, it wasn't as deep as people like to think, but it was more so, what am I doing and why am I doing it and where do I want to see myself going? Yeah. Um, so I had to do that self-reflection. Like I said, look around me, who is depending on me. Mm-hmm. And then uh, at the same time, Ashton had a big part of that as well because, we're, you know, we're still in a relationship at this point. Yeah. Very long-term relationship, man. We have to be parents. We have to work together. And we eventually want to mesh our lives completely together. Yeah. So that was a big part of it. Uh, like, I have to get myself together yeah. and make sure that I'm on a path that uh, is, is, is beneficial for my family. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. How hard was that, being married and... and well, know, we weren't married just yet. Well, I mean... Uh, <laughs> it took a minute. Yeah, the relationship, <laughs> I mean, like... Uh, just having that relationship, you got to, because for me, that shit was difficult, you know, having. Oh, I don't know why people don't think it was difficult, but me and Ashley went through some stuff. Yeah. And especially early on, then being in college. Like, That's so, what I mean, too. That's what I was getting at, being in so college. So much temptation. Yeah. So much temptation. Well, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was just. <laughs> yeah. I had to grow up and yeah. mature and. Like I said, it was just so hard not to fall into that same pattern mm-hmm. because, of course, being a woman and you look a certain type of way, you're mm-hmm. going to get a certain type of attention. Mm-hmm. And can't help it. Women, we like attention. Yeah. So I had to steer away from that a lot. So I had to really reel it back and yeah. get into my bubble because I, I respected my man at the same time. I didn't mm-hmm. want to lose him. And, yeah. and same goes for him as well. It was mm-hmm. temptation on his end. Yeah. But he, he worked in, you know, was had to be, you know, um, out of the scene a lot of times uh, because, he, like I said, he was a student manager. So yeah. it was almost like he was a football player. He didn't have a lot of time on his hands. So um, when he wasn't around, it was just like in the back of my head, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Bash and approve of this. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and, but still at the same time being young people mm-hmm. and giving giving each other grace. Yeah. So, no, we weren't perfect. Yeah. And being <laughs> like, a Delta. Immersed in a lot of different. I'm telling you, you know, yeah, yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> it was a struggle. Yeah, yeah. But, but I, uh, at the same time, I still had respect for our relationship and yeah. him as a man because I mean he he gave me no reason to 
you know, disrespect him in right. any type of way. So. Right. Nah, and that's amazing because a lot of people wouldn't be able to, they, like, they would give in to those temptations. Yeah. You know, and that, I ain't saying I didn't. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm not perfect. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, like, be, be I guess, uh, disrespectful, I'll say. Yeah. Like, a lot of people would, would be, you know, and mm-hmm. wouldn't be able to, like, even consider their man or wouldn't consider their man or their right. woman, you know. I know I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I wouldn't. <laughs> I would not back then. Now I would, you know, right? Because it'll be even people like some football players mm-hmm. that didn't know we were together and were mm-hmm. hourly said to yeah. him, and he'd be like, "Well, that's my girl." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they'd be like, "Oh," yeah. but then still turn around, still try it. Yeah. And I'm like, "Do you know such and such?" Mm-hmm. He'd be like, "Yeah, I, I know he's trying to talk yeah. to you anyway." Yeah, like, dudes don't care. Not at all. They don't care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not at all. Yeah. <laughs> To this day, <laughs> <laughs> but y'all okay. So y'all, but y'all still do all of that. Y'all ended yes. up getting married though. Right, right, right. Yeah. Because when you in that long term of relationship and you really get to know each other, like you be on another level of knowing yeah. each other. So all that outside noise gets really muffled, mm-hmm. you know. And as you guys grow together and get stronger, because when you're young, like I said, you, you're weak to the temptation, yeah. and um, you, you're still learning learning each other. So. Y'all are on two different wavelengths. Once yeah. you get on that same wavelength, wavelength and y'all, can't nobody infiltrate, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, yeah. it gets real different. Yeah. What, is, what is the hardest part about marriage? I'm asking for a friend because I'm not familiar. <clears throat> I don't think uh, I get married. Communication. Communication, that's the hardest part? What What do you feel like is the hardest part? I, and you're not even married, but what you I feel just, like? I, on the outside looking in. I feel like the hardest part is just being with one person forever. Just being with that one person, seeing so, that one person dealing with them forever. Okay. So that that's a question I have for some people. Okay. Mm-hmm. What but what makes that hard? I don't know. I guess okay. You feel like you're gonna want other people? Yeah. I feel but like in I'm what aspect? Definitely sexually, right now. You know, I feel like I just haven't land with that same person. Or not Do even. Do you just think sexually. that's natural in men though? Cause I I asked I asked Ashley we have very open yeah. and honest conversations. Yeah. What did and, what did he say when you asked that? Like, do you think that's natural? Oh, he definitely looks. Yeah, yeah. And too. I can't fault him for that. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's a man. Yeah. I hope you do look. Cause mm-hmm. I like heterosexual men, yeah. so I don't expect you not to. Yeah. yeah, you get what I'm saying? Because I don't I don't necessarily think looking is disrespectful. I feel like when you're not communicating, being open, and honest, how you feeling at that time, like. Man, yeah. and I know that's probably hard for me to tell mm. your woman. I'm not. I'm thinking it. about. <laughs> I'm not saying. I'm it. thinking about something else, but um, like I said, Ash, Ash is different. He never mm. gave me a reason to think um, otherwise. Yeah. Um, I know he looks, and I know he's interested, and we have conversations about uh, him liking. Post and all that mm-hmm. type of stuff. Like, you can look at it. Why yeah. you gotta like yeah, it? Why you gotta like it? Yeah. <laughs> I see your name when I'm scrolling. <laughs> that's I what mean, the one of my it's just so irritating. Yeah. Uh, like, that's what you like, but I, I just know his type, so I know mm-hmm. he's gonna like it. So I, I, I had to grow up and just get out of it. Like, oh, yeah. it don't matter. Because me, women, we're not gonna be so obvious and so, mm-hmm. I like to say, thirsty. Right, right. And just like it. We're gonna be like, ooh. And then keep yeah, scrolling. Keep going. Yeah. That's it. But, um, being with one person, I, I feel like it's an everyday thing, like you choosing that person. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. like, oh, you get married, boom, that's that one choice. Yeah. It's every single day. Every day you consider. Choosing. 
It's funny you said that about the liking pose of the mother of my She just said that the other day. Every time I'm strolling, all I see is your damn name, liking pictures. I'm like, listen, it's Instagram. You're supposed to like pictures. They get serious. And I don't, I don't want to expose, like, because they, they told me this in confidence, but the young people, mm-hmm. the younger relationships, yeah. I mean, they breaking up over Over there, yeah, yeah. Just likes. Because men, like, you know how back in the day, not back in the day. Damn, we old. But yeah, we are old. You know how it used to be like a girl walk past and you was uh, back. It's kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're going to condemn him for that. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like it give men grace. Yeah. yeah. They're men. Let your man be yeah. a heterosexual man. Like, yeah. you know, um, of course, before he was with you, he was looking. So, mm-hmm. and he found you. But I don't feel like it's as deep as some of the younger um, couples and relationships, especially the women, yeah. make it seem. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, nah. I, it's I think it, it's something literally to it. like it, and then they keep scrolling. Yeah. yeah, I think it's something to it though. You know, social media. We're gonna have to study that and it affects on relationships later on because Cause we, it's affecting them yeah. seriously. Because I got a young couple that I want to say mentoring, but um, they come to me for yeah. advice. Yeah, I mean, if you look like the statistics say, I think it was like thirty percent of men are single now. Thirty uh, percent of men under the age of twenty five. Or between the ages of uh, 20 and 25, mm-hmm. single now. I may be, the numbers, the ages may be a little off, but. You think that's because of so- social media? I think social media plays a part in there for sure. You know, because it's just, you get so desensitized. Oh, Back yeah. when we was younger, we, we it was just the idea that it may be other beautiful women out there. But mm-hmm. now when you look on social media, you see it like, is. a <laughs> lot of them. It's like unlimited. A plethora. <laughs> right? It's, uh, you know, and it's like, oh, I can have her. I bet I can get her. I want her. Like, but is that fulfilling? Fulfilling? Nah. Nah, it's not. At the end of the day. It's not. You know what What fills me? is my family. Like, see, on Christmas, having, like, matching pajamas and stuff like that with the mother right. of my child. So myself. I think that's something you have to weigh, you know. I know this yeah. temptation, but is it worth my family? Do I want to miss out on the matching pajamas? Yeah, yeah. sometimes you know. I'll be like, yeah, fuck them pajamas. <laughs> nah, I'm bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm bullshit. I'm bullshit. Is it that worth it? <laughs> I, I guess that's something you you when, when you if you become in a committed relationship like that, is mm. it is it gonna be worth yeah. losing all that? Because I know um some of the um who was something somebody recently that was talking about this. I can't can't think of their name, but um, I mean, it was celebrity peop- uh, person with mm-hmm. fame and limited resources yeah. to women, and they were saying at the end of the day, they want to go home to their family. Mm-hmm. I'm glad they said something like this, so mm-hmm. the young men can hear. Like you know, it's fun for a while, but yeah. then it do it get boring. See, like I don't know, I still nah, it get boring. <laughs> it get boring. Like it do, because it do. I, I you know I had the chance to be out and just being yeah. a bachelor doing what I wanted. I honestly think it's you guys' nature. People may disagree about that, but I I feel like that's a natural thing in a man. Mm -hmm. I think it is, too. Mm -hmm. I think it is, too, at least for me, you know, Mm -hmm. all this damn, especially, you know, um, an active man, like a man who out working out and Mm -hmm. always moving and stuff like Mm -hmm. that, you know, them them urges and stuff like that be there, you know. But it's it's good that y'all can have, like, a conversation about that. I Mm -hmm. really can't have those types of conversations without it being used against me. Is it? it, That's a definitely... (laughs) A yeah. mature part in a yeah. conversation because years ago, no. But as you mature together, why not we yeah. talk about everything else? You have to. I mean, we've talked about everything from our fantasies mm-hmm. to um, stuff like that. Yeah. You know, just what we're thinking on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. So you you have to yeah. pick each other's brain. I hope to achieve that type of um, maturity in my relationships. <laughs> I'm there. I feel. I feel like I'm there. Yeah. I feel like I can hear. You know, 
a woman say what what she wants and what she you know. Well, no, I will say this. I did. Tell, <laughs> <laughs> let me say that. I did tell the mother of my child when we had. Um, I, I don't like the idea of her having sex with other men. Like even if we're not together, I don't like that. Right. Does any man? Yeah, and I was, I was like, I don't like that. I don't like the idea of you like lusting over another man. Like, oh no, no. Yeah. Well, I ain't gonna lie. Some men do. There's like a kink of it. Uh, yeah. So let me yeah. not. Let me not. Yeah, some men do. I see that though. I've seen we. You know, me and my uh, partner. We just had an episode. We talked about that TJ, where he, a man will watch him. That's crazy. Like, you know what? I think I was so sheltered as a child. I really didn't realize. Some freaks. There's some freaky shit out here. There's some freaky people and some freaky shit out here for sure. I mean, the shit yeah. I've learned over the last couple of years, <laughs> I'm just like, Lord. And they and they stay like people like this stuff. Yeah, I'm waiting to hear from you know. I've been putting it out there like, hey, I want a, a couple that's um in an open relationship, mm-hmm. you know, or a guy who who is a what they call it a, a cuckold. You know, that's a man who likes watching his wife have sex. I want them on a. You know. You're gonna have to cross over to <laughs> the vanilla side, right? Right. Because a right, lot of them do right. that. I don't. I don't know if that's heavy in our culture, but um, as far as watching yeah. them have it, because I know I, I know somebody personally mm. that was invited to something. Like yeah, that. invited to it. Yeah, they yeah. love inviting black people to that shit. I swear they exactly do. Exactly. Like, <laughs> nah. I don't know nah. Why. Uh, but yeah. Uh, okay. So now you have your baby boy. Listen, that's and you got and, and I had to tell people we have to think, uh, or I have to think that that's there was two different parts of my life yeah. when I had my daughter, and now when I had my son. Ten years apart too. She's so much older than him. I got well, to, really nine. He yeah. gonna be one in March. Nine so. years apart. It's, hey, that's a big difference. Like they'll live an entirely different life. You know, Huge. that's kind of like how it is with me and my brother. My brother is closest to me. Is twelve years older than me, and we live totally different. The internet wasn't a thing when he was. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, but how do I tell him? Like, I have a son. He definitely he loves me, but he loves his mom. Yeah, I think, twins. yeah, <laughs> yeah, twins. Crazy. yeah, we do look alike. But he loves his mom like way more than me. You know, how do you feel like that? Just because I won't say love. He definitely likes her more than me. Like for me, it's it's I right, let's have some fun with daddy. But with her, it's like. If she wants a hug, he'll hug me. He might smack me or something if I want a hug or something like that. Like, it's, I can't really, I don't know, I can't put, really put words to it, but it just seems like he likes her or maybe even loves her more than me. He's always at her hip, you know, and she has that. And I guess maybe because, well, I can't say that because girls, they had, you know, mm-hmm. they were in the womb as well, but I don't right. know. He just, do you have, do you feel that bond already with your, with your son? Uh, I'm 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 gonna come in on what you just said, okay. but I just recently seen a post about um, a child in a relationship between the mom and the dad, mm. and they said the child look is at, at the mother for love and nurturing when right. they look at the dad. It's fun it's and entertaining fun. because yeah. sometimes I feel like when I want to have fun and play, they don't want to play with me. Yeah. <laughs> like they want to play with, with Ashton mm. and with Daddy. But when it comes to love and the nurturing and they're crying and they're hurting, they come, they come lay on me. So um, with my son, that's that's kind of how it is. Yeah. Um, he has this thing, right? He loves his pacifier. Mm-hmm. And he want to put it in your mouth and put it in his mouth. Like, wow. So we'll pretend like we have it in our mm-hmm. mouth. But he constantly plays with Ash and mm-hmm. Daddy. I mean, laughing, mm-hmm. kicking. But when it comes to me, he's like, oh, I'll come lay on you. <laughs> and, you know, because I breastfed him for a while. Mm-hmm. And, um. 
he just comes for me to for love, love. And, and nurturing and he'll lay on me. Not saying he don't lay on Ashton, but he plays mm. with him a lot more. So it might not be that he don't love you more or love you less. Yeah. It's just he looks at you in a different capacity. Mm. I do want the love and nurturing though. Like that's I'm more of that. Like mm-hmm. I'm more of like, come here, baby. Like, you know, yeah. I, I always oh, been yeah. like that with him. <laughs> because I never got that from my dad. And oh, I said, yeah. I just want to like pour into like my child and love him, love him, love him, and love him so intensely that Exactly. You know, because I don't be I don't wanna I get, you know, I get stirring with him sometimes, mm-hmm. but You know, I, he knows he can come to you for a right, hug if he needs to. Right. And I and I want that to be a thing. Like he I seen this thing, it was this black guy, he was a he had a speech. He basically said that um the goal is to, in raising a boy, a little boy, is not to beat him until he's so afraid of you that he won't make the mistake. The goal is to love him so intensely that when he, if he does decide to make a mistake, before he considers doing that thing, he'll consider you first. Mm. You know, to love him. That was beautiful. Yeah. And that's what I always try to do with my baby. Like, just love him so intensely. It's like, nah, I don't want to, I don't want to do this because my dad may not approve of this and he may not love me anymore. You know what? That that was a very powerful statement because let me go back to my baby girl with real quick because um she, she's ten now, mm-hmm. so she's making decisions. Yeah. She has a completely mind of her own, yeah. and she's also feeling intense emotions of you, you know. Um, she, well, she's still navigating her emotions and how she feels, and and she gets hurt by us and the grown ups in her life. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> she recently did a thing right. And because me and Ashley, we had a deep conversation about discipline because we weren't on the same page right. about that, about this particular situation. So I'm going to go ahead and say it. But she, uh, we were at um, his aunt's house mm. and the aunt and Ava have a great relationship. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, we kind of went overboard. And I can admit that as a parent because um, she likes to suck her two fingers. Mm. And. You know, we trying to get her out of it because she still does it. And, you know, we were, I can admit, we were teasing her. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, oh, it's like, for you. Well, you need to stop and all that. And I could tell it was making her very upset. Yeah. And, you know, I stopped, but the aunt kind of kept going because she's from a different generation. And they, you know, sometimes they don't know when to stop. Yeah, they don't know when and, to you stop. know, yeah. how we grew up, we just going to be quiet <laughs> yeah. and just take it. Yeah. Like, you know, we ain't going to do too much mm-hmm. and, like, just let them talk. But she had this one, and we didn't know it at the time. But she she wrote on her couch that, a curse word, the a F curse word. word. Yeah, we didn't know it at the time. She yeah. didn't know it. I'm sorry for laughing. It's not funny, but it's kind of funny. <laughs> I laugh too. Don't 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 feel bad because we uh, as a as a parent these mm. days, you just had to laugh at yeah. some of this stuff. So she wrote a curse word, and this is this is a little girl who mm. even hates when we curse. Mm. So it, totally out of character. Yeah. So when the aunt called Ashton, and we found out that she did this. Mm. Number one, I, I was thinking, I was like, are you sure? Are you sure, yeah. Because it was out of character. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when something is out of character for a child, my thing was to think, what happened? What yeah. made her do this? Something mm-hmm. had to happen mm-hmm. that made her feel this type of way or for her to need to do that. Because you know how some kids, like my brother Wesley, when he was younger, yeah. he just do shit. <laughs> <laughs> he just bad he as didn't hell. care. <laughs> he knew it was consequences. Yeah. <laughs> my brother, he was a little off the chain. Yeah. But... For Ava, she 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 went she wouldn't normally do something like yeah. this. So before we scolded her, now we did at the beginning because yeah. especially um, Ashton because that was his aunt and yeah. of course we she was upset mm-hmm. and she was like, oh she needs to whoop her, you need to whoop her, you mm-hmm. need to whoop her, mm-hmm. you know. 
different generation, yeah. totally different generation. And she doesn't have any children. Mm-hmm. So Ash was very upset because, mm-hmm. you know, you disrespected her home. Mm-hmm. And um, it was a very nice couch mm-hmm. as well. Uh, so, and, but, you know, I just kept thinking. Some something is wrong. Yeah, some it's deeper than that. But initially, you know, when we kept asking her, and we we didn't put our hands on, we didn't whoop her. We mm. was just like really pondering, like why would she do something yeah. like this? We definitely um, put her on punishment. Mm. Um, so we were trying to get it to the bottom of it. She wouldn't tell us. Yeah, it took my brother, mm. her uncle, mm. to get the reason why. And sometimes yeah. it takes that because the outside person, the village. Because of maybe because of our response, mm-hmm. she didn't want to tell us the real reason. Yeah. And so, um, my brother ended up finding out that she did that because she felt like we were teasing her, mm. and she was just expressing some emotion. Yeah, just trying to get it out. <laughs> and it's so listen, she's just trying to get it out. And you know, I can't yeah. fault her because, like I said, she's ten. Mm-hmm. You can't expect yeah. a ten year old to be emotionally mature. You just yeah. cannot. Yeah. You know, even though she can clearly tell you how she feels mm-hmm. and she has that capacity, she still emotions is yeah. a lot. Because as an adult, we still navigate mm-hmm. our emotions. So, um, man, Ashley had a long conversation about um, the discipline thing. Because yeah. I mean, the aunt wanted us to whoop her. Whoop her, yeah. And I said, like, Ashley, this is not a solution. She's at yeah. an age right now where. I feel like if we discuss how we feel and our disappointment and what she did and how she, it's a better way to yeah. express herself, if in the moment she is feeling away mm-hmm. and is feeling like, you know, emotional about something yeah. or feeling like we're doing something wrong and how to express that. Yeah. Because this situation right here, even though it's upsetting to us and it's embarrassing, because that's what it, you really feel as yeah, a parent. Yeah, embarrassed, yeah. And, and you want to take that on and on take it out on them, but what are they really learning? Yeah, nothing when you hit them, you know. What nothing. what was she going to learn from that? Yeah, yeah. You know, I feel like kids, especially at that age, understand and feel worse when you tell them, I'm, I'm disappointed in you. Uh, that's it. I was not expecting this behavior from you, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when you really let them know, like you were saying earlier with your son, <clears throat> to still have that door open where you can come to me and I want to let her know, we all make mistakes. Yeah. And then that's another thing that adults, and, and especially in my life, you should do, hold stuff over your head. Yeah, you yeah. know, I'm not, we all make mistakes. Even mm-hmm. as adults, I'm still making mistakes because I don't want, want her to ever think, like, I'm a perfect person. Right. And just because she made a mistake that mommy doesn't make mistakes and she can't come to me. Yeah. Because this little situation turns into something bigger when she get older, but yeah. I want her to be able to come to me and my mom, yeah. and this, this is what I did, yeah. and not feel like I'm going to scold her or hold something over her head. Right. So I just opened that door for her, and no, I was like, I'm not whooping her. Yeah. And because I think this is a moment where we could teach her, like, hey, if you're feeling some type of way, you need to come to us. Yeah. You know, and and, and don't feel like you can, you have to hold it in or you know not express how you feel. Yeah. That that was the best way to handle that, honestly, in yeah. my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, that's amazing because now you it's so many levels that you, so many different things that you hit right there. It's mm-hmm. you know it's consequences for actions. You hit that. But it's also, hey, let's create an open line of communication yes. while simultaneously humanizing you. Because I think often with us, at least for me as a kid, it was almost like you were non-existent. You weren't there. It's, Hello. You're a kid. Stay in a child's place. It's like You heard that over and over. Yeah. And, and then another thing I had considered, my sister, uh, my older sister recently told me she was in therapy. Yeah. And she just told me about a situation um, that she felt because we moved a lot um, as my mom was getting sick we, we would move and um, she felt like 
they never considered her feelings. Yeah. Because I was able to stay in my high school all four years, but mm. she wasn't. She moved like her senior year. Mm. And, you know, of course, you can't tell a family, oh, I want to stay at school. Yeah. They were like, no, <laughs> yeah. we moving, you yeah. move, you're going to go to this school. It wasn't mm. considering and asking them, like, Ava, I, I asked her, you know, yeah. even when we moved, you still want to go to Salem? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I think our generation is taking that extra step yeah. because it affects you long term. I mean, mm-hmm. that was high school for her. She's 33 years 33, old. Yeah, still remember. <laughs> still remember that, but she just felt like she didn't have a voice or a say so, yeah. you know. So I didn't want that to be the same thing. So that was in the back of my mind, too. Yeah. We grow. I, I think it's a lot of negativity that, that, um, we try to say about our generation or people try to say about our generations or even the generations that, that follow. But one thing I will say is that, uh, it's a lot of healing going on. For a lot sure. of people being intentional mm-hmm. about their life and what they're doing. And I see that all the time with us black people, you know? So mm-hmm. listen, I know you said you didn't have a good story, <laughs> but you definitely have one. And that's, we probably didn't Don't even special service. <laughs> yeah, it's so much that you had to offer. And I feel like, you know, put it out there. That's mm-hmm. why I asked you to come back on the show, because I know it's more. Thank you, you know? thank you, thank you. And I appreciate you coming on. Of course. Um, thank you again, thank you again. If you're watching right now, if you're listening right now, I need you to go get the merch, go get the merch. You know the website, www.chopbyteapodcast.com. Like, share, comment, and subscribe. Listen, this is a Chop by T podcast. We'll get real, raw, authentic conversations. Until next time.